everybody wants to be successful, and yet we all have different ideas of what that is. Finding success is the journey we embark upon to go and get what's ours. We are willing to travel down within to find our greatness buried deep inside of us. Questioning society's views and flipping the script, putting our own stamp on life. We're here because our future is within our control. Finding success is how we grab hold of what is possible. The relentless pursuit of success starts here. We are finding success and we're here to help break that monotony of your life and help you find your own version of success. Welcome back to another episode, guys, with me, Alex. And me, Adam. How are you doing, mate? You are right? I'm good, man. Yourself? Yeah, good. How was your, uh, how was your week since I completely forgot to ask you last week? I do apologise. Uh, so, it was all right. So, we didn't actually go into it last week. No, oh, we were we talking about my dilemma when I over the yeah. weekend. But, um, so, last week was good. It was a little bit of travel. I was in Europe for a few days and came back and had a few days in the UK. And um, it was all right. The trip away was nice. Yeah. Managed to keep on top of the the small things that we try and keep up reading, meditating, mm. all those sorts of things. Then back in the UK, smashing it, gym six o'clock every morning, loved it. I'm start. I'm in a similar position to you, because you, you know a few, it was a few weeks ago now. You're saying you're just loving the routine. You're getting into the work. You're enjoying the work. Yeah. I'm now in in love with my routine. Yeah. Like the days. So when I'm traveling, and I'm not getting up early and smashing gym in the morning. They just don't feel the same. Yeah, I know. What it's you mean. it's lacking a little bit of zazz. Mm. Possess. but so I've had a, I've had a good week. What about yeah. yourself? How was your week? Yeah, to be fair, good mate. Some of you, um, I've been traveling a little bit back now, um, and like I said, just generally fall in love with the routine, loving it. Yeah. I, I've kind of found the new love for lifting. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, like, like, I like lifting. Yeah, I like lifting weights, but compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. squats, squats, deadlifts, yeah, chest, yeah. Uh, just, 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 just the four or five big yeah. compound lifts. I. Love pushing yourself to yeah. that final do that final rep just that big like there's something again we spoke about toxic, toxic masculinity last week but I find something very masculine is when slam on two plates yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and then you do three and then you you go for the fourth but you fail but it doesn't matter yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just love slamming on yeah. weights and it's just like mm, getting it done like you just feel very masculine about doing that it's a very masculine thing isn't it so I'm quite like I've got a little training partner I do I do Train within the morning, and um, we're doing shoulders, and we warm up with military press with a barbell, just you know, getting out, repping out, forty, fifty kilos, whatever, just repping out. And then we go on to dumbbells, and I haven't done dumbbells, dumbbells in a long time. Just shoulder press, just standard, no like eye press, just not standard eye, shoulder yeah. press. Yeah, and done it in such a long time. I was a bit not nervous, but I was a bit open to doing a lower weight. I was like, I'll just do some chilled, relaxed weights, you know, pick up the little, pick up the little dingers. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I picked up, uh, I think it was twenty twos to begin with. I was like, that's quite heavy. That was that was tough. But I was like, no, no, come on, don't be a little boy. Let's do another one. Just go up, go up a dumbbell. Yeah. I did the exact same amount of reps, and it felt exactly the same. I was like, oh, that was actually really good. I felt good. So uh, I was like, well, screw it. I'll go up again. I'll see I'll see how, how much it takes me to fail. I got up over 10 kilos more from the 22. I got to 32 kg dumbbells before I started going, whoa, that was hard. Yeah. And I was, I was, um, I just, it was only because my training partner put, was helping me push as well, giving me the confidence to be able to do it, but... I was I was just slacking. I just the gains are made in that the the pump I got the yeah. or like not pump because I got a physical pump yes but like the emotional boost I got from just doing that just pushing myself just seeing how far mm. I could go was just wicked. I it was a great it. start to the day. Yeah, yeah I Ooh. love that. Bah. Training partners are so valuable. Like I mean, the guy I trained with, it's a very similar situation. Um, he would really go really really light on chest, and he was just I like to do the movement and the flow. I'm like, yeah, mate, it's fine. Here's 24s. Try these, <laughs> and he's like. Oh, like, 
he couldn't like he, he would do it like so he would do it 16 or whatever and he was comfortable with doing 16, 17s right right I'll pull out the 22s he'll it, obviously when you're swinging back on uh, doing like dumbbell fucking chest presses excuse me it's quite hard because you like, have to swing yourself back and then press the weights mm. up and he's not a physically strong upper bodied bloke mm. so he'd do the one and I'd place the other weight on top of him just okay. to ease get yeah, into yeah, it yeah. but then he's fine yeah. He's fine with repping out. He can do 12 reps. And then, like, onto incline chest press with a barbell. Exactly the same thing. Like, he thinks, oh, just lightweight, nice and lightweight, and I want to control. It's great to get the technique. You need to get the form. When you've got the form, bang the weights on. Yeah, now we've yeah. got the form. We're banging yeah, yeah. 15, 20s on, and we're going for it now. We're, we're talking some weight. Um, but it's just such an important thing to have a training partner that's there to push you. Like, it's a good. Bon, it takes you out of your comfort zone. He's comfortable bon, mate, yeah. doing that lightweight, getting the rock, like the stretch, the pump, you know, all that. Very gradual. And that's exactly what we were doing, stuck mm. in the the lightweight dumbbells doing shoulder press. We were just stuck being comfortable. It was a strain. Yeah. But it was it was comfortable. Building the mass, building yeah. the muscle, we, building the memory strength. <laughs> we were yeah, we just pushed it there and out of the comfort zones, that's where growth lies. Yes. For everything. Right. Absolutely. This week, Adam, what are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about well, it's a bit of like a a free-flowing subject, because we all have our own opinions. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about money or investments mm. slash lump sum slash what to submit. Basically, we had a conversation uh, a few weeks ago with what to get into next. Yeah. What's the next best thing? And we spoke about NFTs before. Mm. We spoke about real estate. We spoke about investing, trading, Forex, classic cars. We spoke about everything. Mm. And a lot of people focus on what's next. What's the next big thing? And when you're thinking about starting a company, you think about mm, Amazon dropshipping. It's been all over Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's such a good thing to do. I'm going to get into it because it just must be the next best thing. And obviously we all know that it's almost like a an MLM situation yeah, where yeah, the yeah. person yeah. at the top earns the money and they feed down and the little they lower. teach one person, they teach another person, they teach another person, and it just doesn't work. No. So we're we're always looking for the new the next thing, um, and where to put your money and how to understand it. Obviously, interest rates are through the roof right now. Yeah, and a lot of people think that they're going to earn a lot of money leaving money in the bank. Yeah, which is fine. You can do that. You can earn some amount of money, and it's it's all well and good, and you're having a great time because you've earned. £12.50 off your money in the last six years or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But we're thinking about like, what should you actually do with a lump sum? And where do you want your life to go in the future? And it's all it all comes back to planning and goal setting and stuff in some ways, I think. But sometimes we have to sit back and go, realistically, in five years' time, in two years' time, I've now done the trading thing. That's it's almost automatic. You know, it's very, very minimal thing, time. Yet you have to sort of develop your edge and investing is the same thing. You know, we're, we're dollar cost averaging. It's just ticking over. We're not doing, we're not worrying about it. It's just involved. But what is the next fair thing? What do we want to get into next? And how to decide what to get into? Like, I mean, for instance, how would you decide what to get into next? planning it's just thinking about it isn't exactly it? that you've got to have these conversations this is why it's quite a good podcast you won't see this on any other podcast because we're literally going to just discuss this I guess now for the next yeah. 20 minutes so quite openly who knows for me it's all about having fingers in many pies so investing forex 
business owners. Multiple things. I think. Multiple pies. I want six pies on my table. Yeah. I want. It's, so it's just. Uh, what's that saying about the legs on your table? <clears throat> if you have one leg mm. holding up your table, right? That one leg is your income from your nine to five job. Yeah. It's not. It's not very stable. Take away that income, poof, table collapses. Done. If you have four legs, quite a stable table. Yeah. Should you lose one leg of that table, still quite a stable table. It's, it will survive. If you have six legs, eight legs on just a little square table, you're a very oh, stable table. That's not that's going in. Solid table. Yeah. You've got many four streams of income. And that's yeah. that's the goal for me. Not diversification. Yeah. Not just having it in one, like not just having a nine to five, earning money. Obviously, we don't, we don't want that really. That's not for us, is no. it? Um, we don't just want one business earning us uh, money. We want multiple forms of income. And they, they come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes, like we said over time. And one I've been more interested in recently is real estate, bricks and mortar, property. Yeah. I think, especially here in the UK, it can be quite a profitable venture. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think it's not something to be missed. I think I want it I want it to be one of my pies, having a real estate portfolio yeah. that makes a lot of income. I think that's, yeah, it's, it's invaluable. Um, that's what I am looking <laughs> Not looking into next, but one of the things I'm looking into now. So I've got the investments, got the markets going. Still, always looking into the next one in there. That's a, that's a that's a live creature. That's a bug that doesn't stop growing. You know, you're always constantly looking into that. But it's reasonably passive. You're not doing. It's not seven, eight hours a day. No, it's been a few hours a week doing yeah, it. Yeah, you know? just it's looking not into it. Huge. Yeah. The thing I want I want to talk about property in one way. A lot of people. And this is going to sound really harsh in some ways. A lot of people re- rely on their parents dying to acquire yeah, a property. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people say this. And like, the way I look at it, I think that's so stupid. Mm. Because if your parents live until 90 and you die first, then what happens? <laughs> You're never going to have a property, are you? Do you know what I mean? Um, so like, you have to take that out of equation. You have to take inheritance out of equations. You have to take the what ifs out of equations. It's you, you're on your own. You need to decide what you need to do. And the other thing is, we all know houses are expensive. We all know here in the UK. Yeah. Here, here in the UK, getting involved in houses is expensive. It's not a cheap game. And in some ways, we're well, you are looking for the next step, and we're looking for the next step. And when you're looking for the next step, you've now and through your own power, your own strength, your own mind, your own willingness to learn, you've developed a skill in investing. And that skill is now rolling over. It's yeah. it's free. That pie is done. You've now got two, two, three legs on your table. You're mm. looking for a fourth. At the same time, you've developed a lot of income from those things. Those, those, those income streams are just ticking over now. You know what I mean? It's very, very easy flowing for you. So this is the additional step. Yeah. Now you've got the following, the backing to go, I can do this. This is a possibility for me. It's opened the door to another freedom, another mm-hmm. find. And what a lot of people don't understand is that they don't do that. They don't look for opportunities. They wait for opportunities to come to them. And with inheritance and stuff like that, that's great. It's going to happen at some point. And it probably is, it probably isn't. I mean, I don't have any family or not much family, so it's not going to happen to me. It's not, it's not a problem that I, it's not a thing that I can have. It's not a, what do you call it? It's not a, a luxury that I can have. I have to go and find it. And you're the same. You have to go and find that situation. People can't rely on that. And I think that's so stupid if they do because it's just... 
But all I'm saying is you have to find your own wealth and your own income and your own pie to put your finger in, basically. Yeah, I love, I love where you're going with that. Cool. It's like you have to do it. So now you've, you've got that experience. You've got that knowledge. You understand the feeling, the pain, the power, the process, the thing it has to work, how it works, and what to look in for and how to learn. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be so easy for you to learn. But a lot of people that don't have that option, that don't think they're the option, they don't want to know. <clears throat> Going back to those people waiting for the inheritance. And yeah, stuff, go on. There's a lot of people out there that don't have that luxury. Yeah. There is. But there are also, at the same time, a lot of people that do have that luxury. Mm. And we know one young lad who's waiting for his nan to die. And, yeah. Oh, I get a little bit of money off that. And for me, that's a massive red flag. Of I will never go into business with that man. Yeah, because yeah. he's waiting for a handout. He's just sat there. He's not going to do any work for himself. He's not going to yeah. do any legwork. He's not going to get hot, sweaty, and uncomfortable. He's just going to wait for his handout. He's going to sit there on his sofa, get fat, yeah. wait for his handout. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a shame. It's a real shame because his whole potential is just letting it flee. He goes, oh, I know I've got a handout coming. I don't need to do anything. Just going to sit and wait. And it's disgusting. Like yeah. like you said, you need to go out. You need to cook your own pies. Make them. You one appreciate them a lot more when yeah. it happens. Like how many people you heard the story of the bloke who won the lottery? Millions and millions. He's a British lad. Okay. Millions and millions. He was a binman. Oh, I think I have, yeah. And he, he made he made it a bit like It was like sixty, fifty million or so. Yeah, it, it was, was a huge big lump. Life changing money. You could have he's sorted for life. Yeah. And the bloke, I think it was not even two years, it was all gone. Because mm. he bought the Lambos, he bought the drugs, he bought the women, bought the houses. Yeah. Bought the holidays, <laughs> the helicopters, yeah, the private exactly planes, exactly. everything. And within 18, 18 to 24 months, gone. Yeah. Back to being a binman. Yeah. And it's all because he didn't earn it. Yeah. He didn't do the hard work, didn't do the hard graft, didn't really appreciate what it was. Mm. He just saw red and just went for it. Yeah. And I feel like if you cook your own pies, you're going to be better off. Yeah, absolutely. Also, on the other side of the stick, it terrifies me. If you go back to like one of the very first episodes, one of my motivations for doing all this is my parents dying yeah and or them getting old and you happen to look after them yeah this is very common these days because we are getting older we are getting we're living for longer we are yeah um because of modern medicine doing wonders and it's amazing but also we put in the human body is not built to live to 100 years old no it's we're we're, we're wilting away and we're unable to do certain things so you do need care for the elderly yeah and that costs a fortune Mm. so now a lot of what's happening these days is these these elderly people have Finish their mortgage. Their mortgage is paid for, done. House is theirs. People have realised this, so they're starting old like care homes. Yeah. And what they do is they basically sell the house and they use the house money to pay for the care home. So even if if you think you're sat on your parents on a lovely house, uh, you're going to be amazing. So on so on so forth. Like you're going to come into five hundred grand easy. You might have to think again because they might have to use that money for a care home. Yeah. For later life, like it's it's it's. It's not necessarily yours. It's not a given. It's not guaranteed. So no. don't don't get don't sit around waiting for that to happen. Assume that will not happen. Assume you are on your own. You have to make it yourself. Yeah. And you'll be uh, you you will just do so much better. Yeah. And I think you'll appreciate everything more. It. Do you know what? I love that. I love that. It's like, and, and this is not to talk down on anyone that have has grown up in a very popular wealthy background. Yeah, of, You know yeah. their parents and life and whatever, but. I think there's almost a direct link with people that have born, been born into wealth don't know the struggle of their parents to gain wealth. They can see the luxury, they can see the Rolex, they can see the Bentley, they can see the Land Rover, the Range Rover, the big house and so on and so forth and they go, that's my standard of life. And 
they just hope that they can either one continue the business or two their parents sell the business for um, a massive amount of money and they live off that sort of wealth yeah. yeah what happens when they have a kid because they're not now generating any money they're spending the money they've got a kid they've got a wife they say they're spending a million a year they've got 10 million you cover for 10 years mega what happens after that 10th year they've got no business they've got no pies they've got no money what are they going to do and I think it's almost relatable in some ways that as a parent you have to teach your kid to have a struggle and we spoke about it last week struggling is building an easy life we have to struggle to build an easy life we have to be uncomfortable I'll tell you a story in a minute. It happened today, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Don't ruin it. But yeah, we have to struggle to understand how hard life can be, how hard we have to work, because if we do, then we know how easy it is to make money. Because it's easy to make money. We all know that we can sit at home now on the internet mm. and make money. Mm. People, your dad, my dad, didn't have that option. No, no. That to go out physically do something or sell something or produce an idea or make an idea or work for someone to make some money. Mm. We can just sit at home and do it. We can sit at home. And the amount of people doing that. Yeah. These days is unbelievable. Exactly. And they've got so, it's so easy to do, but people don't want to do it because they're relying on their parent mm. or relying on their mother or father or what, whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. But you have to go and find your own pies, as you said, to make that pie, to, to see it cooking in the oven, to put the filling in it, oh, the ham, oh, the gravy. <laughs> but to do, it, to do it all and to see the finished product, it tastes so much better yep. than it does buying a puck of pie from Tesco's. Do you know what I mean? It just 100%. the whole process, the whole process. I want to go back a little bit. You were talking process about over outcome. Lovely. I want to go back a little bit. You were talking about uh, the hardship. I think trauma shapes a man. Mm. It'll either kill him or make him stronger. Yeah, mould him. And I think when you're shaped, uh, you're shaped by trauma. It strengthens you, doesn't it? You, you become a stronger man. So a sink or swim situation. Yeah, and being that stronger man gives you, I'm not talking physically, I'm talking mentally, you know, um, it gives you an edge. It gives you almost a personal confidence, uh, resilience against negativity or what, resilience, resilience against obstacles and outcomes that could tear at you, like like a big loss in the market or you've, you've spit off your misses or anything like that. You normally, <clears throat> you're... You've built up resistance to dealing with those sorts of things constantly in life. Whereas if you've had a, I'm not saying like, it is, I'm saying it's actually a bit of a disadvantage not to be exposed to trauma in a way. Yeah. While it's horrendous, like, you know, trauma is horrendous and that, I think sometimes it can make you a stronger person and accelerate your life because you know what, how hard it can be. You know how hard it's going to be. So you just, you, that's, that's your motivation, your fear to get away from that almost. You're using fear as a motivator in a way. There's a vegan's animal activist, put your headphones in. Turn it on, turn it off, and then turn back on about five minutes time. <laughs> um, there was a study done on mice, uh, and they were put in a container with a very high top. They couldn't jump out. Fifteen seconds, and they gave up. They just drowned. Realize it. Yeah. Oh, in, it's got water in the container. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll swim, swim, swim. In. I can't get out. I can't get out. I'll give up and die. Oh. Ten seconds. They're looking around, looking around. They got picked out. They came later. They were put back in. They swum for 16 hours the next day. No. Yes. Because the mind goes, eventually something's going to come in and pick me out and I'll be fine. So it just goes to show, not only mental, physically we can 
yeah, yeah, endure yeah, yeah. the pain. We know that we can endure the pain. We know how much pain we can go through. The body is amazing. But mentally, if we can't see an out, if we haven't been in that situation before, if we don't know that we're going to be okay to decide, then we roll over and give up. Just That's mad, isn't it? That is mad, that is yeah. mad. Isn't there a story about a, a guy who unfortunately died in the fridge? Or it was a freezer. It was a lock-in freezer or something. Okay. Got shot in the freezer and uh, and died. Didn't, no one knew he was in there. Something was an accident. Um, but they, they worked out he should have survived. Wasn't cold enough to kill him in the period of time that he was in there for. Mm. It's just, I think, mentally, it was too Gave much. Up. Too, yeah, too taxing. And Do you know what? And it's, again, we're going back to this, this thing now. So, it's a bit sad, but there's an old couple. The story is an old couple. And... It's a very common trait. It's in Tony Robbins' book. He speaks about it openly. It's a very common trait that when one person dies in the middle of such a long time, it's very, very common for the other person to die within yeah. two years because they have nothing to live for anymore. They yeah. have none of that, that drive, none of that passion, none of that, I'm, I have a life here. If they don't see a life, they don't see a future, they just roll over and die because they have nothing to live for. And it's so sad that we look at our lives in that way, that once a bad trauma has happened, my life's over, I don't have to live for it, and I'm just going to go and kill myself, or I'm ready to roll over and die. Shouldn't be like that. It should, we should always have something to live for. We should always have something to work towards. And it's like Sir John Templeton, very famous investor. Bloke was like 90 years old, and this is the guy that was, I think he lived in the Bahamas, and every day he'd get up and go for a walk in the sea. Because he couldn't exercise, his bones were a bit frail, and he was aching, but he wanted to go up and do something every day. And this bloke worked for years and years. Warren Buffett, 99, or Charlie Munger, 99. Mm, out there, mm. every single day, probably working harder than people at the age of 19, 20, 25-year-olds now, just out there, out the market, smash out, because they enjoy what they do. They have passion. They love it. You know, um, Warren Buffett's wife died. His ex-wife died. He's had like a hard life, but every day he's getting up, he's going to Mackey's, he's drinking a Coke, and he's just doing, him thi- he's doing his thing. Like he has a life so that he, he has a higher purpose than he that's the thing he, exactly he's, he's, that's he's, it he's, yeah higher purpose yeah. that is what I, you said it perfectly higher purpose is important <clears throat> but then this, so we've gone off we've gone off investing a little bit here, but this is this interested me the other day uh, so you know how modern day f- uh, I was going to say feminism but modern day females very mm. focused on their their careers yeah and it's actually becoming a thing where we're having babies later in as a population worldwide it's common. Females yeah, yeah, having yeah. babies later. They're reproducing later. Into their 30s, deep into their mid-30s. And um, it's it's not really an issue, but we are... Population is decreasing. Yeah. And uh, it's all because... Well, the reason the women are having babies later, the majority of women having babies later, is because they're so focused on their career. Yeah. Thinking the career is what they need. They've been told to be strong, independent females. They go out and do what you want to do. Like, yeah. don't listen to society... Mm, be this whole kitchen thing which is right I think it's they should go and do what they want to do yeah. but because of that we're sort of missing the whole point the whole <laughs> our instinct as a human base base layer is to be is to reproduce yeah it's just what what we're here to do and more and more people aren't doing this males as well they're choosing careers and so on and so forth being their purpose yeah and uh, there was a there was a lovely lady who died not too long ago she had about 35 people around her her kids, her kids' kids, their partners and so on and so forth. But all of the life in that room came from her, essentially. All these kids and the kids' kids and the kids' kids' kids. Just, it's just all her. And she she died very happily. Yeah. Like, around love and support and just amazing people. Whereas if you weren't to have done any of that, you weren't to have any kids, 
you're just going to, unfortunately, you will just die on your own, either with a partner, yeah. or your partner's going to die first and you will then die on your own. Yeah. It's, it's going to be one way or the other. And um, that's quite a brutal way of living. So while I feel like we need a higher purpose, at the same time, we also need to fulfill our nature's destiny yeah. and reproduce and have some love and family and so on and so forth. And I think a lot of people do that as well. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah, you see many successful businessmen, businessmen with families and stuff, but yeah. I think sometimes, nowadays, families overlooked more than it was back in... Mm. Back just a hundred years ago, we think we take family for granted massively, massively. now. Nowadays, massively. we do is it's like a second or third on our priorities yeah. list. It's like ah, family; yeah. they're always going to be there. And the same with the Queen. The, we, you know, people, some people thought the Queen would live forever. Doesn't it's not true. No, it doesn't. People don't live forever. We have to realise that. So you know, appreciate them. Yeah. Going back to the pies. Yeah, yeah go on. In. Um, investing. Investing. Yeah, we have to figure out. <laughs> We have to figure out um, how we want to go into and what we want to go into. We spoke about this before. Yep. How do you do that? You just think of what interests you. What is your love? What is your passion? Is there anything that you want to get into? To start off with, we're talking about the yeah, bare bones here. We're talking about like the first step That's into key. income. The first step into income is finding something that we want to, want to get into. Secondly, once we've done that, then we can look at things that are more passive things that are yet yeah, require some time but you know it's something in your your arsenal of weapons that you think is a great thing to have not necessarily the first thing the first choice but the second choice is, is great it's what we need to have and I think eventually when we get going we do things that are great choices for us but also great business decisions things that we can see a future and things that we can not necessarily have a love for, but we want to get involved in. I think that is where you are now. You've done the things that you love, and now you're doing the things that you want. Yep, spot on. You're having a crossover. Yeah, I love that. You, you've, you've, to start with, you need to find something you find fun and exciting to be able to create some form of income to replace your current one. Yeah. When you get to that point, that starts generating more and more income. You can then expand mm. and build on top of that. And that's, that's the key, never to stop like, building. Because no. again, we need as many legs on the table as possible. So spot on. Do something you have, find fun and exciting and so on. And then you can expand into the boring bits like real estate. Yeah. And Forex or something you, you find less exciting. Car you know? deals or wine or yeah. whatever. Whatever it may be, that's just, yeah, that's the, the next few pies. They don't have to be as exciting because you've got your fun here. You yeah. can always dip your toe back into and have fun with it again. The rest are purely strategic positions. I want to talk about one person we brought him up before, Chuck Overlink, last, yeah. last episode. So... He started off, he left the military, retired, um, out. And obviously when you leave, you have really nothing. Mm. You, you have skills in the military. You can shoot a gun, you can kill people, you can do this and that. But one thing you do have is management and discipline. Mm. So he started a consulting company. It wasn't a consulting, co- uh, consulting company to start off with. He was just going to companies and saying, look, you need to discipline your people like this. This is how you work. Workers, come and do I'll do a chat. Because I can make some money out of this. This is quite good. I'll start Echelon Front, which is his company. And he brought on um, uh, a person in the Air Force which was involved in Top Gun, which you all know is the highest, bestest... It's good films. Yeah, great films. Both of them. Um, But we all know it's the the place where you go to learn high-tier flying skills. Then to start a business, got it running. It's, It's going really well. Then he thought, this is great, but I need some energy. I need some. I need some energy drinks here. I need some. And I don't like drinking these 
other energy drinks because some are bad for you. I'm going to create my own. So he went and created his own energy drink. Jocko, go. Wow, this is, this is good stuff. Why not create a protein line as well? So he started creating protein lines. Does he? Yeah, yeah. So then he's got something called um, Mulk, which is very, very great in protein. And he goes, this is great. I've got my own protein. I've got energy giving me to feed my mind and to get me going with this. We'll start a podcast. So we ain't done the podcast. So I've got a podcast. I've got a YouTube channel. I've got this. I've got that. I've got five pies now. What else can I do? Well, I need something to help me with my joints. So then he created a vitamin. It's called Joint Warfare. So he's now doing that. He goes, right. I want some clothes. I want some. I want to put some clothes on my back. I'll go. I'll just go and start a clothing company. So he started Origin, which is a jean company. And oh, I didn't know this. Then he has. He said, right. I've got some jeans now, but I haven't got anything to wear on the top. They're going to fuck. They're going to start find a, a, a company that makes shirts. Then we start something called a shirt locker, which is something that you subscribe to. No way. So every single month. You, you pay a certain amount of money and you get a shirt every single month. No way. This is great. I do jiu-jitsu quite heavily. I like to make some jackets. So now he's making jiu-jitsu jackets. Oh, no way. So he's got the podcast. He's got, obviously, his own gym. He's got the clothing company, the boots. He makes, sorry, he makes walking boots as well and hunting <laughs> gear. Um, he supplements. makes supplements. He makes energy drinks. Con- yeah, energy drinks. Consultant company. Consultation. So he's got like all of these things going on. Social media, mm. being another income source of income. So he's got like eight nine pies going on here. But what? these are things that he just. So he's almost he's he's created businesses off something that he needs. He's exactly. Found his own need. He's yeah. gone. I need this. Mm. I need better quality protein. Need better quality energy drinks. This is what I'm going to create. And he's put it out to the masses and it's worked for him because he has got a following already. Yeah. But it's fantastic because. They're almost all passion projects because he, yes. and that's that's the best way is because is you're going to be your most creative, your most productive, your most just, it's going to be the best business for you if you're that passionate about something. If it's, mm. if it's almost solving your own problem, it's going to be a world apart from starting a wooden, boring consultancy firm where you don't get sawmill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just not the same. It's, doing something that you're passionate about is, is the goal. That's what should be number one. Mm. And like he's done, he's just built on top of those passions and he's gone, I need this. And he's boom, found a need. Because chances are, if you have this need, yeah, there are millions like you across the world Absolutely. that are going to need the same. Yeah. And if not, there's hundreds of thousands in the same countries that need the same. And people keep thinking they need an Amazon, they need a Google, they need a Facebook business to become this wealthy people. The next but you, best thing. Yeah, yeah, but you really don't. To be no. able to support an income, you need 100 dedicated followers yeah. that will buy these things off you and you, know, it, you keep giving them content. That's all you need to be able to really, that will definitely just swap out your income. Yeah. Don't overcome your income. So you don't, don't necessarily think too big. Same as here in Blighty. Uh, what's his name? Ben Francis starting gym mm. shark. Just out of his garage. Did his own, he just had a passion for the gym. Yeah. Started a little cult of people that enjoyed doing the gym as well. Sell these t-shirts to him. And just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And yes, he had fantastic marketing and so on. But that comes... After the passion. Yeah, yeah, the passion's where it lies. Yeah. Uh, Craig Ritchie. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. Traveling the world, business class, because of his passion. Yeah. Following his passion. It's, it's so key. Jocko. Jo- yeah. Charlie. And it takes years. Oh, that's Let's not, we're not selling not. a dream. Not just go find your passion and do it now. It takes yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. But because it's your passion, you don't mind doing it for so long. No. And exactly. Because of the passion, you don't mind waking up, doing it day in, day out. It's not hard. It's easy. You like helping people. You like producing something. You like 
designing something, you want to make your life better, you want to make your life easier, you want to create a piece of software that makes your job easier, go and do it. But just take your time with it, believe that you can do it, and go and do it. Simple mm. as that. It's not hard. It really isn't hard. Uh, anything else to add? No, good man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, links will be down below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. Help this podcast so we can help the world. Have a good weekend, guys. See you later. Bye bye. Success is available for everybody, so why should you sell for less?